Hello, this is pharmacist Tara Thompson, and in celebration of American Pharmacist Month, we are talking with Sean Hodges, President and CEO of Innovation Compounding Pharmacy today. Sean is a pharmacist and pharmacy business owner, and he also serves as the current president of the Alliance for Pharmacy Compounding. So each year in October, we take the entire month to recognize pharmacists' contributions to healthcare and share the positive impact of their work on the front lines in our communities. During this coronavirus pandemic that we're all going through, pharmacists and pharmacy personnel across the world have stepped up to make sure the public is cared for, even at the risk of their own exposure. So today, as we talk with Sean about the importance of the pharmacy profession and pharmacy leadership, we are going to recognize how crucial pharmacists are to the healthcare team. And we want to hear today from one of the experts on how we can capitalize on that pharmacist potential. So, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself and your path to pharmacy. How did you get here as a pharmacy business owner? Yeah, first, thanks for having me here. I do appreciate it. Um, I think for a lot of folks that got interested in pharmacy, mine was sort of the same pathway. I had a family, my father-in-law, actually at the time, my girlfriend's dad, uh, kind of shared the light on what he did in the profession of pharmacy. He was actually a PharmD back in 1972, and it was a clinical pharmacist, one of the first clinical pharmacists back in the day, and uh, kind of shared the light to advise that, hey, you know, it's much more than just count poor, lick and stick in a pharmacy. Pharmacists are actually part of the healthcare team. And I didn't really fully appreciate what he was telling me until really as I started to take the classes and got into pharmacy school at Texas Tech back in the late 90s. I know I'm dating myself now, but uh, and graduated in 2001 and really got a firm understanding of what pharmacists do and it's part of the healthcare team. Um, it really wasn't until after I graduated, I kind of saw the true potential what pharmacists can do, not only within the healthcare team and the practice of pharmacy, but as they network with other key stakeholders uh, to advance patient access to certain medications. Obviously, in the world of compounding, that's the perfect fit. Uh, if you think about compounding, we we are pretty much every facet of that pharmacy has to offer. We're the pharmaceutical sciences, we're the clinicals, we're even the advocacy. We we have to be our own advocates to help patients uh, get access to medications. And we truly do serve as consultants to prescribers and physicians, advising them, if you will, on the P of a soap note. So the plan, uh, letting them know what the options are and expanding their arsenal, if you will, to treat their patients. And so um, in terms of leadership, yeah, that's where pharmacists can really come in as getting away from behind that counter, getting in front of that physician to advise him or her of what we can do for, for their patients. That's so interesting. You know, I'm thinking about people who may not know much about the profession of pharmacy itself or like providers who are listening to this and thinking, actually, what, what does a pharmacist do? I thought they just counted the pills and like gave them to the patient and that type of thing. But you mentioned so many different facets um, specifically in compounding, but also in clinical pharmacy. I know there's hospital, nuclear, and all the different areas of pharmacy. So it being Pharmacist Month, um, trying to bring some of that stuff to light. So that's really interesting about um, especially how pharmacists can be um, bigger leaders, too, in terms of getting involved in advocacy and that type of thing. So I guess tell us a little bit more about why you think pharmacists deserve or they're able to get into those leadership positions. They deserve a seat at the table when it comes to the healthcare profession, being part of the healthcare team, um, 
and advocacy type things? Yeah, so when you look at advocacy, pharmacists absolutely, more now than ever, uh, should be the biggest advocates for patient access to not only appropriate compounds, but appropriate medications. If you think about advocacy in the context of uh, insurance reimbursement, letting folks on the Hill know about how the egregious activities of PBMs that are literally stealing money from pharmacies uh, all the way to redirecting prescriptions to a mail-order pharmacy, which that patient has had literally decades of uh, experience with the, their local community pharmacist, that's being taken away. So pharmacists really need to be leaders in terms of advocacy in that regard. But also as it relates to compounds, um, there's a lot of regulations that's taking place. Some of it's over-regulated in terms of how pharmacies can dispense. FDA now is trying to insert itself in the uh, the practice of pharmacy, which is traditionally regulated by the boards of pharmacy. So we have to let people know to advise FDA to throttle back. But even as if you look at COVID as a recent example, COVID's huge. Pharmacists right now, and their Congress is starting to recognize, pharmacists have the ability to test for COVID. They have the, uh, when the immunizations and vaccinations are will be available, in terms of rollout, it's important that that gets implemented pretty quickly. Who better than pharmacists that are in their local community pharmacies that can administer it? So it's really important for pharmacists to take that leadership role and provide the narrative to everybody to let them know what we can do in terms of fighting COVID. Right now, there's a lot of disinformation that's out there about treating COVID. Uh, Some herbal remedies um, relying on very scant evidence that's out there. So really, pharmacists as drug stewards of, of product knowledge can also share the role of certain supplements, both good and bad, um, and give an idea of how efficacious they think some of their supplements could be, herbal remedies, certain prescription drugs, um, all medications are being in used ways. And so pharmacists have the acumen to literally go into drug databases, pull literature, uh, look at the primary literature and look at uh, all these studies to verify you know, the legitimacy of these studies, giving them the knowledge to share that with the patients. We know that we can do that. We were taught that in pharmacy school. We do that daily. Pretty much every pharmacist does that on a daily basis. But I don't think that the general community knows that we do that. And as leaders, that's our job to to let them know what our role is in the healthcare spectrum. Mm, That's so important to know that pharmacists, especially during COVID, can step up and almost take different roles or shift their sights from just being behind the counter to actually going around and saying, oh, here's also some supplements that can help you with immune health, or we can make some injections that may be on shortage or back order from um, from a national standpoint. Um, so with that in mind, I guess, um, just kind of expand a little bit about, upon the global pandemic that's going on and how you as a pharmacist and your team of pharmacists at Innovation st- stepped up to the plate um, in terms of making some of those drugs that are so important for the life-sustaining um, treatments. Yeah, so it was really interesting. This is actually a great case study. I think that's going to be looked at for quite some time. And this is a great opportunity for, as an example, what pharmacists can do. So with COVID, obviously, there was a lot of shift on, on access and demand, demand exceeding the supply. Uh, at the time, back in March, mid-March, when we started to see a depletion in supplies, specifically drugs like IV fentanyl, um, IV midazolam, norepinephrine. Um, we had, here at Innovation had networked with about five major health systems in the Georgia area, and we coordinated with both um, the Department of Health uh, for Georgia as well as the DEA, letting them know that we had the ability to provide this product. 
Um, when you're talking about compounding pharmacies making a product, we typically have to have a prescription. That's what the law requires. But what we were able to do is talk about how we can still get a prescription and get a patient name, but it would be after the medications were dispensed to the local health systems. And so in a relatively short order, Innovation was able to produce about 25,000 vials of these products and distribute them to local health systems here in Georgia, only until the manufacturers could keep up. And so we pretty much helped out, served as the band-aid for the next four to six weeks. Um, we apprised all the key regulatory bodies. Again, it was the Department of Public Health, the DEA, FDA. We even worked with Congress on them and let them know what the role that compounding pharmacists could do. And as we shared our game plan with them, um, it was well received. In fact, the FDA did post the guidance uh, in late March, early April, uh, talking, creating a pathway in which other pharmacies across the country could emulate what we did here in Georgia. Uh, and we were very proud of that. We, we had great success. We had a great lines of communication. It was one of the few opportunities when everybody was on the same page from both private and public industries, where we all came together and had the collective goal of protecting the public health. And we did. We served that role and served that purpose until the manufacturers were back up and running until that point. Uh, when that point did happen, the manufacturers came in. We gladly stepped aside and, and turned down our production as they are the manufacturers and that's their role. So yeah, we did fill the void. Um, that's our role as pharmacists is to be problem solvers. And we did solve that problem in meeting the drug shortage supplies. And we're very proud of our accomplishments, uh, not only as, as innovation company, but really leveraging the, all the true skill sets that a pharmacist can bring to the table. And that's what we're able to do. Yeah, you know, I was reading an article actually this morning from Pharmacy Times, and it was saying that um, pharmacists actually interact with patients five to ten times more often per year than the than their provider does. So it's just so interesting whether that patient's coming in and getting refills on their prescription or coming to the pharmacy asking for recommendations for OTC supplements. The pharmacist really is that um, that not face, but I guess that first level person that if the patient isn't able to get into the provider or it's a simple question that they feel like their pharmacist can help them out with coming to us as pharmacists. Absolutely. So I think that's so important to embrace that as pharmacists and really stay up on your current knowledge and what's going on. And just with all the amazing regulations too, I think that um, are coming out for pharmacists as being providers and actually getting to um, have collaborative practices with a lot of these physicians and providers who do like birth control or the prep therapies, immunization, ambulatory care, exactly, blood pressure, lipid management, absolutely. And I think the next level, once technology, the technology is there, once we put some structure behind that technology, I can absolutely see where patients are going to document their health outcomes and all that information will be available back to the pharmacy and the prescriber in real time. So if there ever is an issue that's a variance, if you will, that comes out, that's an, a patient has identified an unexpected consequence of that medication, we can help troubleshoot that patient and mitigate their issues that, with that drug. So if a patient has a side effect to, say, a blood pressure drug and uh, they're experiencing suddenly a change in blood pressure, well, you know, once they record that data, it will cue the pharmacist or the prescriber to monitor that patient a little bit more closely than by comparison to, say, a patient that's already on therapy and they're satisfied and they're having no issues. And so I think pharmacists on the next level, if you look into the future, is to really leverage the technology capabilities that are out there to help them use that, use the technology as a tool to help the pharmacist better manage the patient, to your point, on behalf of the prescriber. The prescribers, a lot of times the physicians just don't have time to manage every patient's medications ongoing, but the pharmacists, a lot of times they do. 
Mm-hmm. And I think pharmacists using the technology can do it in an efficient, an efficient and transparent manner. Mm-hmm. And I know like pharmaco, pharmaco vigilance <laughs> has been um, kind of a hot topic this year, especially in terms of adverse events. I know they Absolutely. watch that stuff and monitor that. So Absolutely. Um, so I guess if for the listeners, if there's people out there who are looking to get more involved um, as a pharmacist or as a provider who is interested in learning more about um, the profession of pharmacy and knowing their pharmacist better, um, or just students or technicians who are trying to um, further their career in terms of the pharmacy field, what organizations or what um, resources would you tell them or tips to give them that they could do now um, or networking tips or anything like that to help them kind of get more educated um, from, you know, and what their pharmacists standpoint. can do. Or, or just becoming more involved in their profession and advancing the science of pharmacy in general. Yeah, so I think I think you can always look at your sort of your flagship pharmacy organizations. They have structured their membership to where it involves all parties. If you look at the, the most notable ones uh, on the community pharmacy side, you see the National Community Pharmacy Association. You have the American Pharmacists Association that's been around for uh, over well over 100 years. Uh, you have on the hospital pharmacist side, uh, the American Society of Health System Pharmacists, ASHP. Uh, those provide certain toolkits that can help for pharmacists to grow within their profession, offers tools for prescribers and giving them ideas on how to best leverage their relationships with their pharmacist friends, and also gives uh, general awareness to the community, uh, specifically patients, about how to better utilize their medications and also arm them with specific questions that they should be asking their pharmacist to help them be better pharmacists to that patient. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, for Compounding, the Alliance for Pharmacy Compounding, that is uh, an organization that uh, we're very proud of that is a very much on an advocacy base, but also has a patient outreach program. Uh, we work with a lot of our patients to show the general community how well compounds work as well. So. Uh, we, we're huge proponents of APC and uh, feel like APC can best serve both compounding pharmacies, physicians that need compound medications for their patients. And so, um, yeah, we feel like those are the big four organizations that can represent the profession. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sean, for your knowledge, expertise, sharing all of your tips and tricks with us today. Um, so helpful to know, especially for those who may be unfamiliar during this month when we like to highlight pharmacists the most. So um, we know there's a lot of people out there who are listening and will greatly benefit from all this information. So we really appreciate your time. Um, I know you have a lot to do. Um, And in terms of going out there and being an advocate for pharmacy. So um, thank you so much for being on with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Yeah, and if you guys have any questions for Sean or just in general about pharmacy, please reach out to us at info at innovationcompounding.com or feel feel free to reach out through social media and we will get back to you. But happy Pharmacist Month. Thank you.